G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As we all might appreciate, the Bible is a Jewish book written by Jewish prophets and apostles. It's been carefully preserved by Jewish sages throughout the centuries. Well, a Dutch ministry called Israel and the Bible is coming to Australia in the month of February. They've been distributing Bibles among the Jewish people for over 50 years and they're calling for Australians to help support their efforts. David Van Wyck is on the line from Amsterdam. Hello, David. Welcome along to 2020. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. David, the Bible is a Jewish book. It's written by Jewish prophets and apostles, as I was saying. Uh, Your goal is to get the Bible into Jewish hands. How are you doing that? Exactly, yes. Well, we always do it personally and uh, with love. Um, So that means uh, often that we just go out with our um, Bibles uh, with us in our uh, backpack and um, just go out on the street, often two by two, and engage with conversations. So the exact conversation might differ from country to country, for example, it's very different in Israel than it will be probably in Australia. So, but uh, that's the way we do it, always personally and often and talk to people on the streets, but also, for example, when there's a, a Jewish shop or a kosher restaurant, we visit them and um, just engage in conversation too with them, see where people stand and uh, try to take away prejudices they have about the Bible and uh, offer them the Bible for free. When they get a Bible and it's got a First Testament or Old Testament and it's got mm-hmm. a New Testament as well, is that a shock to some Jews when someone hands them that book? Yes, it might differ which background they have. Um, that's the reason. For example, in Israel, we mainly distribute uh, the New Testament because uh most people in Israel have received the Tanakh, uh, the, the First Testament, the Old Testament, in uh, at school or in the army. So then it's often easier for them to just accept the New Testament. And yes, they, they might think it's a, it's a handbook for anti-Semitism. They might think it's about uh, Catholicism, about the Pope and things like that. And uh, I often say the best way to take away that prejudice is uh, I always ask them to read a little part. And I often ask them just to read the first verse, Matthew 1, which has the uh, the genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham. And then that first verse, they see that also David and Abraham, their great king and their great uh, father, uh, are mentioned in the New Testament. So that's a Jewish book. And not only that, but only also the Lord Jesus, Yeshua, was a Jewish man. He was a descendant from them. So... I try to see where they stand and then answer their questions that way, and preferably by letting them read the Bible itself. So you're handing out New Testaments. Are they English translations? Because obviously 
uh, you know, the Greek and the Aramaic, uh, those sorts mm. of languages of antiquity, uh, they're not necessarily easily understood by most. But how does the English translation work? That's right. We we have uh, we use uh, existing translations. We try to see uh, with our target group which translation is most su- suitable for them. Most of our editions are bilingual, so there's the, the Hebrew on one side. And for example, for our uh, English New Testament, we have the ESV next to it. Um, but um, for the Israeli backpackers, for example, we, who often come to Australia, we have the New Testament in modern Hebrew, just the modern Hebrew, um, because it's smaller than, it's easier for them to accept it if, if the Bible is smaller because they're traveling. And... Um, that's the language they understand best. So with each country we visit, we try to see, well, which um, language do we need? And so we uh, use uh, Bibles from different languages, and most of them are bilingual. So we, we try to look which uh, translation our target group needs and which is most suitable for them. It gets complicated, doesn't it, when you've got ancient Hebrew and modern Hebrew, uh, when New Testament languages are those, as I was saying, Greek and Aramaic, but you're actually mm. providing a Hebrew version of a New Testament. Uh, a lot of listeners, that, right. that, that sounds a little strange to us, but that's the way to communicate to a modern Jewish person. That's right, yeah. It's, the, it's their language for everyday life. It's the language they grew up with. And, well, if you're an English, native English speaker, the best translation for you, the best way to read the New Testament or the Old Testament is, is in English. So for an Israeli backpacker, the most convenient language often is the modern Hebrew, which also differs from the classical Hebrew the, the Tanakh was written in the Old Testament. I mentioned you're a Dutch ministry, and we're on the line to you today from Amsterdam, but you're planning to come to Australia, and the plan is you're going to drive down the east coast of Australia. Give us some idea what you're planning to do. That's right, that's right. Yeah, we plan to uh, to start in Cairns and um, then uh, drive south towards Brisbane, Sydney, uh, Melbourne, and all all the places in between. We make some stops in between. And our main aim is, uh, because I know there there are many Australian Christians with a love for the Jewish people. Um, So what we do first is we we try to meet as many of them. Uh, We we, uh, hold meetings in uh, different churches and congregations, and we speak about the Bible, about the, the need that there is among Israel, the spiritual need. And we also want to provide local believers uh, with a special backpack edition that we have of the New Testament for the many Israelis that come to your country. Uh, and besides that, we, of course, also have English translations with us and Yiddish, which is the language of the ultra-Orthodox. Um, and we try to visit them ourselves all the time that we have in between when we aren't speaking or driving. Um, we try to engage in conversations with Israelis ourselves or with local Jewish people um, and, and offer them the Bible ourselves. So uh, uh, I would look really forward to meeting uh, Australian believers with a love for the Jewish people and to see how we can work, stand shoulder to shoulder in this ministry together. Uh, because it's not something you always have to do full time, but it's something that believers can do 
at the place that God has put them uh, during their daily job, where they live, where they meet people. Um, and uh, so in this way, everybody can participate in this work. In just a few minutes, I'll give an email address and ways that you can be in contact with this organization, Israel and the Bible. And uh, not a fly-by-night, not new. Uh, you've actually been around for something like 50 years doing this ministry. Mm. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and that's really the uh, the Lord who provided for this. And uh, uh, we've been doing this for 50 years all over the world with different workers. Of course, my me personally hasn't been that long around, but uh, thankfully others have. And it's, uh, it's a privilege to, to stand in a tradition and in the line of other workers who God has put it in the hearts of people. So we travel a lot to, to South America. Of course, we work a lot in Europe. Um, in Eastern Europe as well, and uh, also in the States uh, of America. So um, it's it's really a privilege, yeah. As you said, David, not everybody has a welcome reception for a New Testament uh, when they are a Jewish person because there's all sorts of things that are raised uh, from history and some of those things are ugly moments of history and Christians and an intersection there. But for those who do receive that New Testament, you must have story after story of people whose hearts and minds have changed. Give us an idea what happens in the life of someone who is receptive to that New Testament and begins to understand a more complete idea of what God is doing. Mm, yeah, yeah, it, it, indeed. For example, I can give a story. When I, uh, The last time I was in Israel was in September, and I flew back, and there was an Israeli man sitting next to me. And we, we talked about our families, our personal lives, and we also we also talked about my reason to visit Israel. And I explained to him that I love the Jewish people, and I want to give them back uh, their Bible and uh, give them the chance to, to read about it themselves and so i offered him the new testament in in, in modern hebrew a small edition and I, he immediately started reading in, in matthew and of course he he read all through the genealogy which in matthew one but he also came to to the birth of of jesus and uh, he read about bethlehem and he said oh is that why all those christians are visiting bethlehem and he found out by reading that it's a jewish story um and it's it's all happening in Israel. It's about Jewish people. And so he found out all those details in the life of Christ, which are all Jewish. So he was really amazed that this was in the New Testament, that it's also a Jewish book. And that's also what we hear from many believers who came to faith, that when they first open up the Bible, say, well, this is, this is Jewish. This belongs to my people, and this is part of my history. So, yes, and of course, that's the, the most wonderful thing people can experience, of course, when they see it's not only Jewish, but it's also for them that the New Testament is writing about the Jewish man announced by the Jewish prophets through the centuries. It's happening in Israel, and it, um, it can change Jewish lives today. So, of course, um, Jewish people are waiting for a Messiah. But the Christian message, the good news, the gospel, uh, includes Jesus, the Messiah, Yeshua, the Messiah. And when people have their hearts and eyes opened to that, what happens in the life of a typical Jewish person? It depends on their original background, whether they are religious or not. 
if if they're not religious, um, it's often more easy for them. And then they find out a story like what I just sketched in the in the story of this man. When they are religious, it's often much more difficult for them because then they um, uh, live in a, a very um, a tight community uh, with a lot of social control, and then it's very difficult for them to confess their faith. But praise the Lord, there are people among them as well who come to faith, and they pray, pay a great price. And um, what happens is that they, they found out what their people uh, have been waiting for, have been looking for for over centuries. And then they found out it's already written in the Tanakh, in the Old Testament. It's already speaking about the Messiah and that he already came and that they can know him today. So um, that's the greatest thing that can happen in anyone's life. Well, you're coming to Australia and a very special edition of the Bible we're talking about today and a way that Aussies can get involved in giving the Bible back to Jewish people. A polyglot edition, that's the modern English translation of the New Testament alongside a classical Hebrew text of the New Testament. Now, to connect with David on his visit to Australia, there's a couple of websites I'll give and I'll also give a email address for people who want to connect with David Van Wick. Now, David, give us a quick idea when you're coming to Australia so that listeners know what to look for. Mm, yeah, I hope to land on the 1st of February and uh, in uh, about two weeks, a little bit longer, we uh, drive down south. So we start in Cairns at the 1st of February and we fly back from Melbourne at the 16th. So... Stop in between is in the days in between, between the in the first two weeks of February. Okay, some websites, israelandthebible.com. Uh, to understand the dates of the tour, israelandthebible at gmail.com. So israelandthebible at gmail.com. And there's another one of those Addresses to tinyurl.com forward slash Israel and the Bible tour. Tinyurl.com forward slash Israel and the Bible tour. David Van Wick is with us from Amsterdam, uh, been distributing these Bibles with the organization that he is a part of uh, for more than 50 years. David, thank you so much for updating us today on 2020. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.